0: Welcome to episode 50 of Telepractice Today with Kim Dutro-Allen and Dr. Todd Houston.
1: Okay, welcome back to another episode. We are very, very close to our 50th Anniversary of our of episodes, and um, want to remind you all to go join our Facebook group so you can get, hop on that uh, Facebook Live, and we have a great panel that is going to be on there, and we're so excited for it. So that's the first thing I wanted to remind everybody about.
0: It's this Wednesday.
1: It's this Wednesday. Yes, you're right. So
0: we're releasing on Monday. On Monday. It's this Wednesday.
1: Yep. Yep. And so if you miss it live, it'll be released as an episode next week, but we would love for you to join us live and, you know, put some questions in the chat box and uh, it's your chance to all those people and experts that you've heard on here to be able to ask them what you would want to ask them if you could. So everyone hop on there.
0: Yep. We want them. We want you there.
1: Yes. Yes. If you're
0: you're not there, we're going to talk about you. (laughs)
1: that's the rule, right?
0: That's the rule. Yeah. If, if you don't show up, we're going to talk about you.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Awesome. So I know I usually like to share things that are working well in, um, when I do the kind of telepractice tips that I do at the beginning this week, I kind of have to share a fail <laughs> and some ways that I tried to fix it. So, I just like, would like to remind people that every single one of your students is different. And even if you think, oh, I have found this perfect activity and I'm going to use it for all of my students who fill in the blank. Um, For me, it was for my students that are on the autism spectrum. And I was like, this is my great activity. And it worked amazing for one kid. And the next kid, I pulled it up and so, you know, we're like, oh, here we go. We're gonna get started. And he shut the laptop. <laughs> and then mom got him back on. Uh-huh. And I was so excited. And he shut the laptop again and had a complete meltdown and we couldn't make it work. <laughs> so
0: was I it went. Your, your excitement that that I don't um, know. No. Okay.
1: Right. It might have been, it might have been. Maybe I was too um, sensory overwhelming too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, instead of being like, I don't know, instead of just being like, well, I guess I'll try the exact same thing again next week. I regrouped, I emailed the parent just flat out admitted that didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I really think it's part of the, um, the guests that we've had on this podcast that have said things like, You know, you need to admit when it's not working and don't be so caught up on we have to be perfect. And because the parent Mm -hmm. knows that. And so I just admitted that didn't go as planned. Um, These are some things that I think we could do. But you let me know how I can best help your family and putting that um, them back in that seat of you're the expert on your child so she gave me some ideas of things that he likes. Um, I emphasized to her that we don't, he doesn't have to pay attention to me. I can coach her through it too. And we found, you know, at some things that were more motivating for him. I switched it up and did some, um, I had an on-screen activity where he was requesting, uh, he, she said that he really likes pizza, so we did an on-screen activity where he was requesting things to put on a pizza from the ABC Ya has a um, pizza, make a pizza game, mm-hmm. and then, and I had some uh sentence strips that I did with it, too, and then I mixed that up with also doing some movement activities, too, so. And I just totally was like, okay, I'm going to do this green screen activity with all of my students and it does not work for him. So we are making it work in, in a different way. So don't be afraid to, you know, change things up, change your plan, admit when things aren't going well and ask that parent if your kids are at home ask the parent for advice on what to do, or if it's a, you know, a paraeducator or an aide that's sitting there with a student, they're there with a student every day, ask them, what can I do to make these sessions go better and be open to those ideas?
0: I agree a hundred percent. I've often thought, you know, a really good presentation would be, you know, a therapist clinician just sort of playing different videos of how things went so terribly wrong in the session. Cause you know, you go, you go hear someone talk and they're showing you the best, right. They're showing right. you really good things that are happening and, and that's fine uh, to a certain degree, but I want to, I want to know, how could I have done this better? What else could I have done? You know, give me some ideas. So I've always thought, you know, if we just had, you know, four or five sessions that just things just fell apart for different reasons, present those and have people talk about them. But I agree. I think you just have to be flexible. You have to go with what the child can can tolerate and do. And sometimes your, your best plans just don't work out. Right. That's, you know, we all do that and, and it happens to me all the time. It happens to my graduate students a lot. Um, <laughs> Which is good for them to understand that, and uh, they they learn that pretty quickly. Um, yeah, they're you know, and that's where the teaching comes in for me, uh, is to say, okay, now what can we do and still have a successful session, or what can we do to right. sort of change course and still be successful? Yeah. That? So that's what we have to do sometimes.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's it's never easy too because I feel like we're all. Somewhat perfectionist to be in this field too, and um, mm-hmm. so it's a good reminder, I think.
0: Sure. And I, I have, you know, it still happens to me from time to time with kids I've been working with for a long time, and I've would think, you know, I know these kids really well, and this is going to be great yeah. activity because I've been working with them for two or three years or whatever, and I it still, I still follow my face, and it's like, okay, well, I didn't go quite as well as I'd <laughs> hoped, you know. And, but, you know, I also think that's really what comes down to, you know, I think good clinicians versus clinicians who, who, who are not so good. And it's is be, is because we're, you know, the, I think the good clinicians want to be successful, obviously. And they're constantly looking at, okay, how can I perfect this next time? And, right. and when things do go badly or don't go quite as well as you had planned, you're, you're critical of yourself. And I think some of that is healthy, that we always want to mm-hmm. have a little bit of that. We don't want to okay. overdo it. And, and, but I think having a little bit of that uh, keeps us, keeps, keeps us perfect, continuing to perfect what we are doing and keeps us growing as clinicians. So who do we have on yes. today today?
1: So, we have kind of a break from our normal and have someone who is not a speech language pathologist on here, but is doing some great things in the area of telepractice and has um, helped develop a unique model for telepractice with their company. And we're excited to hear about all of that from uh, Mark Parsons.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Great. Hi, it's Todd Houston. I just wanted to remind you about our 50th episode event, which will actually be next week, Wednesday, May 5th, at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Kim and I will be hosting a panel of some of our outstanding former guests, Stacey Pfaff, Stacey Krauss, Amanda Blackwell, and Amy Graham. We'll be talking about telepractice and, and doing some other fun things, too. So we'll be streaming this event to our newly formed Telepractice Today Facebook group. So if you haven't joined the group, you want to do that quickly so that you can be a part of this live event and ask some questions of our panel uh, of, or of me or Kim. We'd love to see you participating in this event. So next Wednesday, May 5th, 6 o'clock Eastern, be there. Now, back to the interview.
1: Okay, we want to welcome Mark to the podcast. Um, Mark, tell us some of your background and how you got here to where you are today.
2: Uh, Yeah, I don't think the podcast is long enough to tell that (laughs) that story. uh, (laughs) My my background, of all things, is actually mechanical engineering, Um, and even that uh, I use that term loosely because I did mostly project management in oil and gas. So, spent most of my career working in oil refineries, um, which is why I kind of hopped around to to Washington State there for a little little stint, Um, and then I married a speech pathologist, my wife. So that's kind of how we got into the the speech therapy game, and uh, I've been you know, always trying to, I've always worked for very large companies, corporations, uh, international, big oil companies, big engineering firms, um, sort of thing. So, so it's always kind of a, a small fish in a big pond and like doing things my own way and hated the bureaucracy of big companies. So I was kind of wanting to break out and do my own thing, uh, kind of the entrepreneur thing. So this is, uh, our current business is probably, uh, the fine, the first one that's been successful out of several failed attempts in the past as well too. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, my, my wife, I eventually convinced her to uh, start this teletherapy business um, because we wanted to have kind of the, uh, the flexibility to live and go wherever we wanted to and not be tied down to one location. So um, we were actually, I think in Thailand when we started the company. (laughs) Um, we were traveling around the world for 10 months. We took a little break from being adults and and did a little tour. And uh, yeah, we uh, my wife had a family friend in need um, back in Canada. And uh, we were, yeah, I think it was Thailand or the Philippines at the time. And we just said, hey, let's, let's try it out. We had a new service model that we wanted to try. It was different than kind of most people were doing. And uh, we wanted to tested first before it worked and um, seemed to work quite effectively in terms of, uh, you know, the results we were seeing with the, the child we were working with. And uh, so we just kind of, when we got back to Canada, um, just started slowly building the company from there. So um, that was early 2019. And then obviously uh, COVID with 2020, our business took off like a rocket. So
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> perfect
2: timing, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: So tell us about more about your company and what what you guys are doing there.
2: Yeah, so I've got I guess two two different companies you could say. Um, they're basically still under the same corporation, but two different companies. Um, so we started off with uh, the teletherapy company, Ophelia, and uh, really we wanted to um, work on things that my wife had noticed in the school systems and in public practice where where she's spent her whole career to date. So, um, there was not. Uh, sufficient parent involvement right a lot of times you're working with the kids in the school you pull them out um and all the only speech therapy or practice they see is you know the few minutes they get during uh, school hours when you pull them out um so our model is a little bit different where uh we do a, a 30 minute zoom and then twice per week we have the parents um upload videos of them practicing with their child based on what they learned during that 30 minute zoom and then the therapist can watch and critique and coach through making sure that the implementation and the carryover at home in the real life environment is actually being being done and done correctly so we're noticing um, better. Family involvement, uh, parent uh, involvement, as well as uh, in some cases, you know, faster progress as well, too, because they get more repetitions in and it's not just, you know, seeing their therapist for 30 minutes once a week. And then the, uh, I guess the second, so that's Ophelia. Um, mm-hmm. All my companies are really hard to spell and uh, and pronounce, unfortunately. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. Ophelia. Ona is the other company I started. Um, so basically, when COVID hit, there was obviously a huge need for speech therapists trying to figure out this whole teletherapy digital get online thing. So that's when I kind of was part of a lot of the Facebook groups and saw a lot of need to kind of figure out how do I, you know, do digital forms? How do I do digital signatures? You know, how does G suite work? How do I do all this kind of stuff? So kind of jump on there trying to help out where I could, because we've been figuring it out for, you know, a year at that point doing teletherapy and my background uh, it was more kind of running the back end of the business, all the technology and the billing and G Suite and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I jumped on. Uh, was trying to help as many people as I could, and it kind of led into um, doing websites, led into doing um, uh, setting up. You know, like I mentioned, G Suite and all the technology they needed, and then doing Google Ads for folks as well. Then too, so um, a lot of people. The hardest part about most businesses is finding clients, and right. I got really good at uh, finding clients through mm-hmm. Google Ads, and um, that's how we still to date get most of our our clients for Ophelia as well too. So,
0: and so with Ophelia, you guys have sort of uh, perfected both sort of the in, the the synchronous telepractice as well as store and forward sort of combined.
2: Exactly. Yeah. That was, that was a big part of our goal um, was, was going that method. And um, it actually stems back a little bit further from that. Um, Like we kind of mentioned before this podcast, right before I moved to Washington state with my wife, I had uh, two shoulder surgeries and uh, had a bum go of my late twenties with a bunch of (laughs) uh, injuries and uh, I was sick of having to drive to clinics all the time and you know see my therapist. And then I was moving and I was like, I did not want to try and find new therapists new, you know, to rehab my shoulder. So when I moved, I reached out to one of my uh, therapists back where I was originally. And he agreed to work with me remotely, basically, through email and Google Drive. Essentially, that was how the idea of the Ophelia mm-hmm. model was born. Cause I was like, this is super convenient. I don't have to drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't have to waste my time. Uh, you know, I'd show up to physiotherapy and then they're like, here, pull this stretchy band for half an hour. I'm going to go work, on somebody else. <laughs> i like, great. I could have, could, right. I could have done this from home or at the gym sort of thing. So, um, mm-hmm. that's kind of where the, uh, the convenience of online therapy really sold it for me. And I figured it would, um, could help a lot of other people as well too.
0: And so, with the and, and and can I assume that your wife's name is Ophelia?
2: <laughs> no, my oh. wife's name's Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> no,
0: so, so okay, <laughs> that was uh just an assumption, and I was no. wrong. Um, <laughs> that would be a cool name, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ophelia Therapy, so that's that's cool. Ophelia Speech, um. And so what what has been your focus with affiliate Speech in terms of telepractice? I mean, in terms of the clientele, is it children, adults? Does it matter? How how does it work?
2: Yeah, it's been strictly peds um, children up until now, up until actually recently. We don't have a first adult client yet, but one of my wife's um, friends, she graduated speech pathology with, reached out to us and wanted to come work with us. Um, But she doesn't do kids. She just does uh, mainly stroke, uh, aphasia, Mm -hmm. dysphagia kind of stuff. Um, And we love her. She's awesome. So we're like, okay, let's take a crack at adults Mm because let's just try it because we really want you on our team. Um, So uh, literally, I'm working on the Google Ads campaign right now to try and get that up and going and and branch out into adults here and uh, see if that uh, we think our model with the Synchronous and asynchronous communications will also work well too. And um, working with caregivers in the home with stroke uh, Mm -hmm. patients, um, recovering stroke patients, to try and you know uh, help their caregivers, whether it's a spouse or or a child or something like that, be able to communicate with their loved one who's who's had a stroke, and uh, you know try and get them functional uh, as much as they can, kind of in a day to day capacity. So.
1: Um, when you do the feedback on the videos that the parents send back, do, uh, are they doing that in writing? Are they recording a video and sending it back to them? How, how does that kind of model work that way?
2: Yeah. So it's, it's a mix. It's either, or I would say the majority is written, but, uh, there's certain cases where it's easier to just record yourself. Uh, you know, um, I'm going to butcher some of the stuff, you know, stimming a sound or, uh, Trying to show a, a family member how to um, coach their kid through a certain technique, uh, so sometimes the therapist will quickly record a video of themselves demonstrating it and then upload that to the family as well. Then, too, um, it's a little easier than typing some of these things out and explaining. So, yeah, yeah we're we're very flexible in, on how we do things, and um, you know, we're I wouldn't say it's perfect. Uh, we haven't perfected everything. We're always trying to learn and grow and try new things and see what uh, what works best.
0: Mark, how does the, how does Aphelia work? Do you, you guys are essentially a private practice and you hire people to work for the company, Record right? Or can they be anywhere around in the country, in, the, in Canada, or, and, and then you get local contracts? How does it, how, how is it set up?
2: Yeah. So we, all of our therapists are independent contractors and technically Aphelia is a technology company. Um, just the way some, some of the mm-hmm. laws here work and stuff with Canada. So we're a technology company. Um, we bring the technology, the therapist and the clients together and make that magic happen sort of thing. Um, but we purposely so far have stayed away from government contracts or school contracts, things like that. Um, just from my <laughs> dealings with big companies and bureaucracy. I hate red tape. So, mm-hmm. um, and I don't like being told how to do things. So I'm <laughs> going to, have to figure out the best way to do things. It may not be your way to do things. So, mm-hmm. um, we, so far we've, we've tried to stay away from that. Um, so part of the downside of that is a lot of our clients are evenings and weekends, which isn't always ideal for some of our therapists. So we're looking for other ways to, to expand out, to try and get some more daytime hours as well too. So maybe, um, um, the younger kiddos or, uh, working with homeschooled kids as well then too. So where their schedule's is a little more flexible in the daytime. So there's pros and cons.
0: And so the, the, the second company and, and how do you pronounce get, get Abiona? <laughs> it's, it's
2: Abiona with a B. Yep. Uh, And then it's Get Abiona because Abiona.com was already taken, so I had to put the Get in front of it. (laughs) So, uh,
0: so we have to ask, what is Abiona? I mean, what is? Yes. If I look it up in a dictionary, what what am I going to find?
2: So it's the uh, the Roman goddess of safe travels. Right. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You didn't know that.
2: Yes. Now now I recall. Yes. My wife and I, we love traveling. I figure this role of Abiona is to help. Uh, others in their journey through their private practices gotcha. and, and building building their private practices and uh to answer your question what what you're probably thinking now is well, what does Aphelia mean Aphelia <laughs> is the greek spirit of ease and simplicity
0: well you guys yeah. are yes i now see all the relationships here yeah
1: you're making making things easier for everybody is <laughs> the idea Great.
2: that's our goal yeah it's not easy. People won't do it if you make it complicated and, right. and cumbersome. People just get frustrated and give up. So everything we do, we try and put ourselves in the client's shoes and you know walk through it. Like you know, how easy is this Google form to fill out? You know, how easy is Zoom to log into? Um, that's why we always you know use software that isn't just necessarily easy for the therapist to use, but really easy for the families to
0: use too. And so, how do people interact with? with get Abiona. do they purchase individual services or does it come as a package
2: yeah we're i'm still evolving that business and how that all works um typically the websites um It's just a fixed fee for a website, depending on what you need. Um, And then with my Google Ads service, I charge a one-time setup fee where I set up the Google Ads campaigns, do all the keywords, negative keywords, the targeting, right? The ad copy, the whole works. The other part that's super important is setting up the analytics and conversion tracking. Um, The best thing about digital marketing is you can track everything if you know what you're doing uh, to make sure your money's actually being spent effectively and you can kind of optimize and target it appropriate as well too and spend money where it makes sense um so that there's a one-time setup fee for that and then the folks who um aren't comfortable managing their own google ads uh, i charge a monthly fee to manage their google ads optimize it get some feedback try and figure out how uh what's working what's not what steps we take there so and then then the future things i'm trying to get into is um uh, automation. So, we a big part of our uh, affiliate company is automated. Um, I'm my background is engineering. I love building things. I love a geek. I love all that kind of techie stuff. So, try and automate and streamline as many things as possible. And uh, as I'm finding some of my clients for Abiona are getting to the point where. Okay, we've got them clients, we got them a website, they're getting full, how do they grow and streamline their business so they're not spending, you know, half of their time just with billing and paperwork and data entry and replying to emails and, uh, you know, things that aren't generating them income or, you know, uh, helping their clients, so um, that's more of a case-to-case basis where I will, you know, do some paid consultations mm-hmm. or um, write some, uh, do some custom automations specifically for the business, or help them set up some systems that will help streamline their business and so that they can kind of grow and scale.
0: Mm, that's awesome. Great. Sort of, I like that concept of the sort of the you know one-stop shop to to sort of handle all your needs to really take your practice to the next level.
2: Yeah. That's, that's kind of the direction I'm going. The one thing we, uh, some of the things we don't do is um, I'm not well-versed in EMRs or the U S billing practices. I kind of know in credentialing, so I kind of stay away from some of those things. Um, uh, But uh, I know enough to be dangerous or (laughs) who to refer out to for, for those kind of things as well too. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to focus on kind of the technology side. That's kind of where I like to be in my niche. I don't want to, play in fields that I have no business playing in. So, but, uh, yeah, the, I'm really trying to, uh, I've noticed, you know, there's lots of really good courses and information out there. Um, but a lot of times people just don't have the time or don't have the, um, um, yeah, not, not the knowledge, because everybody can acquire it, but they just need somebody to get it done for them. And that's mm-hmm. where I kind of step in. It's, I'm not going to teach you a course. It's, you have a problem. I'm going to get it solved for you. And yeah. we're going to figure out how to make that. I'll get it done for you that sort of thing. Great. Yeah.
1: So I'd like to say we planned it this way, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, if you listen to our um, episode last week with Ebony and talking about starting her private practice. And so that was the kind of like, one side of how to do it. And now we get to the technical side of how to do it. And so people can, you know, th- that got that bug in their ear last week, maybe were, and are thinking about it can now know where to go and mm-hmm. someone to talk to about doing those things and um, getting to that point on the technical side of things. So I like that.
0: So Kim, do you think we should subject Mark to our questions?
1: Well, I did have one other thing I wanted to ask him about before we do that. So um, I saw is that I think this is something that is coming soon. So maybe you can tell us how soon it's coming, but you are working on some, a sure. database, a searchable database for um, different resources for Teleth practice.
2: Yeah. So there's a lot to unpack here. My um, <laughs> my brother's joined my company, Abiona, uh, we've always wanted to work together. We've worked on some failed businesses in the past already, too. A <laughs> uh, family business didn't turn out too well, um, but we love working together. His, uh, He's an electrical engineer termed software engineer, um, so he writes code and uh, he helps, you know, I run into problems running ophelia we have um i think 16 therapists plus my wife uh, on the team right now uh, we have a pretty uh, summer starting we just went through another growth spurt of, of hiring um so all the problems i run into with our team i'm like Kate, hey, there's probably if i solve this for ophelia i can probably help other therapists or right. companies with the solutions we're building and one of the things we've been running into with ophelia is um we've got There's all this awesome content and therapy resources, teachers pay teachers, boom cards, lesson picks. Like there's tons of stuff out there Um, and there's no nice, easy, consolidated way to find what you need. It's just scattered on a million different things in your, you know, saved to your computer. It's in Google Drive. It's everywhere. So um, we started compiling a database internally of all of our favorites that we use amongst the whole team that our team can then quickly search for. So you can filter by okay, well, I've got a fluency kit. So let me see what the team uses for fluency stuff or I've got articulation uh, with this age range. I'm going to go see what the thing, uh, what kind of resources are team likes to use for that or you know i want to find a green screen activity so we can filter by green screen activities. so um it's been a, a big project and it's still an ongoing project we're not near done internally um, so we're essentially just using a air table right now it's just a fancy spreadsheet basically um, but uh we want to turn it into a little bit more of a user-friendly uh that's quicker to search quicker to uh, filter uh, and drill down to to what you actually need so um what i want to do with my brother we're going to work on uh because he's the the brains of the operation on the software side where we want to build a, a custom program that we can quickly build this database out and then uh our team and others can can use it to quickly find materials save their own materials their favorites and things like that so they can spend less time going from site to site or jumping from folder to folder in their google drive trying to find something that uh uh, is good for their their upcoming therapy sessions because we want to reduce paperwork and planning basically as my goal yeah. is to eliminate paperwork and planning from our speech therapist because it it adds no value to <laughs> anybody
1: <laughs> I would agree and so it looked too like you have done um do have a program that's helping with some paperwork part of it the copy macaroni yeah tell us so about that's,
2: that that's one thing that uh, stemmed out of a need for me, I was answering a lot of the same questions on the Facebook groups all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need an, an easy way to make mm-hmm. templates. So uh, a lot of people just save it in like a Microsoft Word document or you know something like that. Um, G Suite Gmail has an email template system, which we use, which is kind of clunky and doesn't work as well as I would like, and it's not shareable. So We have uh, email templates that we wanted to share with different therapists um, who help with our free consultations. So uh, we're building this, I call it a smart template system, copy macaroni, so that we can build kind of a standardized list of templates, whether it's like evaluation templates Mm -hmm. or email templates or uh, response to common client inquiry responses where you can kind of one-stop shop, go in there, search it, filter it grab the template yeah. you need and quickly paste it into whatever program you would use. Because a lot of the um, template systems out there usually are stuck in the program you're using. So Gmail has right. Gmail templates, it's stuck in Gmail. Um, a lot of the EMRs have EMR templates, but it's stuck in that EMR system sort of thing, or IAPs and things like that. So this is something you could uh, share with colleagues, collaborate with other people as well then too. Um, and then they can, it's just, you know, copy paste into whatever program you're using
1: that sounds like um, a better system than my digital sticky notes that i have all <laughs> over my computer that have like my portions of soap notes <laughs> written that i copy and paste yeah. so that sounds that sounds like a better system than what i've been doing
2: <laughs> yeah so we've we've got a lot of different things we're working on <laughs> all at once so it's a bit of chaos great
0: so would that's would that database or software also be like a subscription based kind of thing
2: yeah so uh, that's kind of the idea we're thinking is uh, Copy Macaroni will be a subscription base. It's free right now. Basically, it's it's open for beta testers. Anybody uh, can use it right now. We're just hoping to get feedback on features and how to improve it for folks. And eventually, we'll figure out pricing and it'll just be a, you know your typical subscription service sort of thing. If folks want to use it, um, we want to build up a uh, for for Copy Macaroni specifically um, a database of commonly used templates um, you know whether it's email templates uh, onboarding templates um, you know gold banks a lot of people just have gold banks stored in a word document somewhere but we'd like to create a global template base that anybody can then just pull from for free sort of thing um, so that once they log in it's actually usable because most people are don't have the time to create their own templates so right. <laughs> they'll log in and uh it looks great but uh it doesn't get uh utilized because um there's nothing there for them to use so we're going to work on developing those as well too
0: well you guys have a lot going on
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes <yeah. laughs> and we have an eight month year old uh eight month year old eight month old. old uh he just turned eight eight months today so um yeah there's uh there's a lot going on in this yeah, house
0: that's awesome that's awesome and congratulations on your eight month old thank no. you thank you that's thank you. Yeah, it's been exciting yeah. so what tim and i have just started is a little portion as we start to wrap up and these these are just a series of questions to get to know you a little bit more on a personal level and our listeners and so the, have you ever watched the the show uh inside the actor studio i have not no 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 so, and Long story short, these actors would be interviewed, and at the end of the show, uh, the um, the host would basically ask them these these questions from Proust, uh, who was a you know, playwright and all that, and, and uh, he had an original set of questions, and so these have been adapted. So these are just meant to just one word, two word answers. You don't have to elaborate. You can answer any way you want. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Shoot. No. Okay. So what's the most used app on your phone?
2: Probably Gmail, which doubles as Google chat built in. So I communicate with our team at Ophelia.
0: Perfect. What was the last TV series you streamed?
2: Oh, me and my wife, we crushed through a superstore on Netflix. It's really good. Yeah,
0: that's it's funny. so good. Yeah. That's a good um, one. <laughs> what's a favorite book?
2: <laughs> oh, um. Uh, Better, faster, smarter, um, uh, by Charles Duhigg. I think it's called yeah. mm-hmm. Good. one of my favorites. Um,
0: uh, what's your favorite genre of music?
2: Oh yeah. I'm awful. I'm boring at just whatever top four he's playing. That's typically what I listen to. Okay.
0: What's your favorite word?
2: <sighs> yeah, I'm an engineer, so that's a terrible question. Um, I would say it's not even a word. Uh, awesome sauce. I have to coin that. Uh, my brother coined that when we were working on stuff, and the you know he's like, I just want to make awesome sauce. I'm like, yes, that's exactly what we want to do. It's just build awesome things. We call it awesome sauce.
0: And so, what's your least favorite word? So, awesome sauce is great. That's that's great. Okay, <laughs>
2: um, but um, I heard it once where you never say but when you're talking to somebody. You, you always, usually you start with a compliment. But. You know, you did this great, but you never say, but you always say, and, because that negates everything you said before it. So I always watch, make
0: sure I don't use, but Put many butts out there, right? Yeah. Um, What sound or noise do you love?
2: Mm, I would probably say quiet, but if I had to pick one um, loud noises, I
0: don't like. So like a um,
2: quiet Creek, not a roaring river, but a quiet Creek.
0: Yeah. Great. Calms. What sound or noise do you hate? Vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And if you didn't choose your current profession, what profession would you like to try?
2: Mm, I gave up my engineering profession. So um, yeah, anything business related, or I would love to work in the aerospace industry um, with like Elon Musk and launching rockets and going to the moon and Mars. So that that would be cool. That's what I would like to do. Yeah.
0: Thanks. that That would really be cool. And the last one is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
2: Hmm. Either good work or uh, your grandma or family's waiting for you. Probably those two things.
0: Very good. Well, Mark, how can people get in touch with you or the websites for Ophelia, Therapy, and... You want to just share all of that so that people can follow up?
2: Yeah, for sure. Our affiliate website's mainly for families looking for therapy. Um, But if you want to get in touch with me, the best way is through uh, Abiona. So it's getabiona.com. That's Abiona with a B as in boy. Um, You can sign up there. Actually, offer 3 free 30 minute consultations through zoom just to kind of if you want to pick my brain about some things you're uh, working on with your business and uh, we can kind of figure out how, or if I can help you. So
0: that's the best way. Awesome. Well, we wish you nothing but continued success and, and maybe in another year well, six months or a year, come back and we'll hear all the other new things you're doing. Kim and I always love hearing about new companies and, new initiatives out there that will help us as telepractitioners do a better job. And Mark has been able to share uh, what they are doing at Ophelia Speech and get Abiona, and I think what they're doing is is quite exceptional. So go check them out. If there's uh, some way that they can help you, please let them know. I'm sure that they will have some services or some products that might be able to help you do a better job, too. And you can help us do a better job by leaving us a five-star review that helps us to attract new listeners and to grow this program. Don't forget, this upcoming Wednesday, we will be live celebrating this 50th episode, five O episodes of this podcast. And so we couldn't have done it without you guys listening and supporting us. And so we're going to have a live episode this Wednesday, uh, as we release this episode on Monday, this Wednesday, May 5th at 6 p.m. in our newly formed Telepractice Today Facebook group. So tune in to the group and participate in this panel discussion and ask some questions and we're just going to get together and have a really good time. So we'll see you there. And with that, stay safe and be kind. This has been a production of the 3C Digital Media Network.